Welcome to the Intern Whisper Live, the show all about internships and how to excel and do well. This is Matt. This is Isabella. Reminder to our listeners, you can call us live on the air. The phone number is 407-582-2906. If there's any family members out there, you know, Matt's family, whatever, and wants to call in, feel free at uh, your grandmother, right? Is the one that listens, or is it Abby's? It's Abby's. Oh, never mind. Abby's grandmother can come in and call in and talk with us. Yeah, we'll talk with yeah, you, too. we're happy to. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can also chat with us online through Intern Pursuits Facebook Live Chat. We only have two more tickets left. Tonight's hashtag is Mr. Jacob Banks, and to win the tickets to his concert on February 13th, 2019, right around the corner, listeners, it's over there in the Colonial Town um, area where there's a really nice little vintage theater. You're going to get to go in here as concert. To win the tickets, you have to post a comment about tonight's show, something that you liked about it, and you have to put hashtag Mr. Jacob Banks. Do this on Facebook or on our Instagram accounts, and you will be able to win the tickets. And I'll s- fill it out and send you the tickets. I have a good feeling someone will do it this time. Oh, I think so. I know somebody that is said they were going to do it too, and it's not. We already had a winner last week. Did we you know did. that? It was so it was awesome. Josh. Well, I guess Josh. Josh did it during the training. Jo- no, Josh. Yeah. Well, it doesn't matter. I'm happy that he somebody did. claimed yeah. tickets. So, if your family, just so you know, it, Lucas, if your family goes and puts Mr. Jacob Banks hashtag Mr. Jacob Banks on the chat mm-hmm. while we're talking, and they say we love our son, they can have. <laughs> Two tickets to go see him in concert on February 13th. (laughs) So just as an incentive in case they uh, joined in. Not sure. Anyway, um, okay, Matt, going back to you. (laughs) All right. Coming up on this episode of the Intern Whisperer Live, we have our Wildcard Wednesday topic, the best of Brazil. The internpursuit.tech website launches February 1st, 2019. And we have Intern Pursuit Updates. Okay, and so people can find Intern Pursuit on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. You can find our game on Facebook and Twitter, and you can listen to us live on MixLR.com forward slash Valencia College Radio and follow Intern Pursuit. And again, people can watch us live, if they're not already doing that, on Facebook and live on the air at MixLR. Our phone number is 407-582-2906, and you can also chat with us online. All right, I think it's time to thank our first patron of the night, RB Advisory LLC. RB Advisory offers cybersecurity services to businesses worldwide. RB Advisory LLC are security specialists for cloud, computer, network, and compliance issues. The company addresses active threats to organizations, patching network vulnerabilities, and preventing future attacks to your businesses and information. Their website is rbadvisoryllc.com. Thank you, RB Advisory, for being a patron of the Intern Whisper Live. So tonight's guest is Lucas Tramasso. And but first, I'm going to share some additional updates. We have two tickets tickets left to see Jacob Banks in concert. I just shared that earlier. So be sure if you want to win those tickets, hashtag Mr. Jacob Banks. Post it on. LinkedIn, I mean not LinkedIn, I'm sorry, Facebook or Instagram, and tell us something that you loved about our show tonight. You can also enter a contest to rebrand our logo. Deadline for submissions is tomorrow. 
So you have to uh, go to our contest link. You'll find that over here in our Facebook uh, in the chat notes later on today. And you can find this information on Facebook itself, on LinkedIn, and in Twitter. It's gone out on all the social feeds. And we have also submitted it to Valencia College's um, graphic design program here. Um, you can listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and Podbean. Our shows are up, and you will be able to um, certainly be able to well, let me back that up. So the winner, <laughs> I'm just like looking at my notes now. Um, the winner actually gets to be interviewed on the show, have a b interview published on the blog page. All of the show will be going out on all of our five podcast distribution channels. So that's what the winner receives. Now I kind of got mixed up on my notes. So uh, it happens here. Yeah. Um, students, if you want to join our startup team and be a student influencer or a brand ambassador, you can go to internpursuit.tech forward slash careers and uh, find the job descriptions there. And we're still inviting employers of all types and sizes to be part of our early adopter beta program. We only have eight more employer spots left, so we're keeping it to a small select group. And contact me, Isabella, at internpursuit.tech for more information if you want. Um, welcome, Lucas, to the Intern Whisperer. We're happy to have you here. Yeah, Thank welcome. You. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Isabella. Yep. Okay, so you graduated from a school in Brazil. I Unfortunately, I will try to say this. Give me a chance to try and uh, <laughs> not tear it apart. Universidade Federal de Sao Paulo. Now you say it. It'll sound beautiful. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. it'll sound way better. Um, Universidade Federal de São Paulo. Oh, yeah. This sounds so much better. That's Federal yeah. University of São Paulo. Oh. And so where is uh, São Paulo? Where is that? Is that the capital? S no, that's a state. That's uh, a state. Did yeah, you know this? It's a, sta it's a state. And the capital of São Paulo is São Paulo. So it's a state with where the city is also named São Paulo. So, <laughs> so the United States is a country, and then we have states inside of the United States. Yeah, it's like Brazil. you had a Florida city. In Florida, yeah. So São Paulo is a state, but there's São Paulo City. Oh, here we go. Which is the capital? Geography lesson tonight, people. And wow, that's not yeah. the capital of Brazil. Wow. Brazil's capital is Brasilia. Okay, I'm geographically um, challenged. Mm -hmm. I don't have a problem saying that uh, here. So this is all really good information that I'm learning tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did yeah. not know this. Okay, so that's a very interesting. What did you graduate with uh, as a degree from that school? So at that school, it was a bachelor's degree in science and technology focused on computer science. Yeah, and I remember us, when we first met, you were talking about how you um, were working in a research lab. That had to be really exciting, I know. Yes, yes. So at, at that time, I had the opportunity to work two scholarships, so I had two scholarships. One was research, the other one was tutoring, so research was in augmented reality applied to health, so I had some contact with trending technology and new technology that is in your own still country. coming. Um, it was worldwide, so um, augmented reality applied to health, it's a small f field with yeah. little research, so mm -hmm. we had to research from people all around the world and see what they were doing in, yeah. in the field, yeah. That's um, 
That's really interesting because we often think about how things are just going on here in our own country. You were going to say something. I think I interrupted you. I was going to ask how um, AR related to health. Like, how do you use that in a health field? Oh, sure. Mm. So um, what we did in the in the research was exactly that. So um, my coordinator, the research mm-hmm. professor. So um, he he has a lot of experience in the AR. Um, from games to health, you name it. Um, and he saw that a- AR was really trending to health. And we wanted to see what people were doing with AR and health. So we had to read the artic- the papers and um, filter, see what they, the right. ones that are really related. And we found out that people were um, already using AR. So... But how were they doing that? Were li- was it like in the operating room? So there was or? many things, yeah. So operating room... It, it's a big thing. So they, um, I, there's people that want to um, like map diseases, diseases or heart problems. Uh, or yeah, like operating. So you pro- like projection of your heart. So let's say it's a heart surgery. So there's a projection on top of you so they can see your heart before cutting you. Wow. Wow. So they know exactly what they're doing. Mm. Like you know, they can see your inside. And some other c- cool things are um, they make there's treatments for people like, so let's say you're too afraid of spiders. So true. You can see true spiders. True, I am. Yeah. So that would not be <laughs> So they do AR spiders. So you see them, but they're not actually there. So they kind of... Desensitize you? Yeah. So you yeah. S- as a treatment, and some people oh, use no. that. Yeah. No, that wouldn't work on me. I'd still be terrified of them. Yeah. You know, in the game, I don't know if you remember this. I know you won't. Um, probably. Well, I don't know if you would because you weren't on the game team either. One of the um, like aliens we were going to have in the game was spiders, and I went, no, no spiders. <laughs> Tyler, Tyler wanted to bring spiders, and I said, no spiders. And, and he had pictures, renditions of the spiders, and I said, no, no spiders. <laughs> it was too scary. You know, like in Harry Potter, when all of those With spiders. With the giant spiders. Oh, my gosh. Forest. Is that not, like, terrifying? Yeah. Yeah, I think it is. I, did I'm you glad like I never had a fear of spiders. Yeah. Really? Okay, I'll, I will tell you why. Uh, I was 12 years old. I was sitting out on the lawn waiting for one of my friends to come outside and play, and there was the granddaddy long leg crawling on my, my hand, and and I went, oh, my God, and I like, Psh. And I ran all the way back home, and I went, I, I will not sit in grass again. And it's so I funny, because that's, that's one of the friendly ones. That, no. That won't bi- a granddaddy won't bite you. No, they can bite you, and they're poisonous. They don't have enough poison to hurt you, though. Oh, I thought they were just mm. harmless. Yeah, that makes them harmless. It makes them harmless It does make them harmless, but they will bite you. They, they can bite you, and their bite could be poisonous to us. It's just that it's they can't inject enough into us. But they can kill whatever it is that's their... Food prey, source, yeah. yeah, their prey. Anyway, so, so I think that's why. Spiders. That's why, because I had a spider <laughs> crawling on me, and it's like scared me, and I don't ever want to. I don't want to experience that again. Pretty sure they crawl on us anyway when we're asleep. All right. Anyway. Well, you also went to school in the U.S., right? Yes. Yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah I Valencia grad. Valencia grad, and now studying again at Florida Tech. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what are you studying at Flo- F- FIT, right? Yeah, it's FIT. Yeah. It's a master's in computer science. Yeah, so there's that whole journey. It's Yeah. Know, it's going to be there. What do you do that's different at FIT than what you've learned over here at um, Valencia? Do you know? Do you, I don't know if you're in your classes far enough to tell me that. 
Um, well, in Valencia, it was a computer programming. Mm. So um, it's more hands-on, your mm-hmm. programming. Computer, computer science masters, at least for now, is more theory. So it's more studying and understanding how things work. Yeah. Do they not have people in there that have done programming? Yes, we, we, we do programming, assignments, okay. tests, and everything. Um, but it's it's more of researching how things work, and then you get to figure out how to program and eat yourself. And um, hmm. Do you learn other languages that you didn't get exposed to in school at Valencia? So I'm, yeah, I'm learning one right now. Which one? It's called Haskell. So mm-hmm. there's um, Haskell. It's a functional programming language, hmm. which is a different type of programming. Is it a back-end side of, of a language, or is it a database, or is it more um, of an AI type no. of language? Yeah, it's not front-end or back-end like that, and it's not like for applications of that kind. It's more for data applications. Oh, and okay. It's so It's more of a logic language okay so beyond me yep beyond me too (laughs) but you know i'm impressed (coughs) anyway okay so how did you and isabella meet no i'm gonna let him tell that story okay (laughs) good question so um when i was here at valencia um as an international student there's a time where you can apply for internships Mm -hmm. um so they told me well we you should find an internship yourself, and then y- you come here. We'll do the paperwork. But we have this website, which, which is Valencia website. You can see the career services. Yeah, the one. career yep, services. So you can see if there's any positions there before you go to some other place. And then when I search for what I wanted, so something related to software development, and then one one position came up, which was Isabella's. So I was like, well, there's only oh, one. Oh, I was the only one. Yeah, I was like, so this is the only one? I'll <laughs> okay. apply for it. Yeah. And then she called me. Um, I did some... An assessment. Assignments, assessment, and yep. then got in. Yeah, yeah. And um, so one of the things that... He was with a team of some other people. Hubert, who's been a guest on the show. Juan, Joe. Joe's not been on the yeah. show. Victor. Joe's quiet. Um, but you know them all. And so they worked on a project. What is it that we worked on? Yes, so we worked on Intern Pursuit. That is right. Yeah. yeah. They were the first ones that were working oh, on Intern really? Pursuit. Yeah, they were the the, the developers uh, there, but they were also like part of that first initial concept. Actually, no, there were people before them. Ryan Rua, Eric Willoughby, yeah, yeah Raul Ruiz. They, they were, were there. the first to get it. They were the first to yeah, so there's like, I guess generations. I guess I would call that. I'm not sure, but yeah. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, oh, and we that. did demo night. Yes. And do you remember what happened on demo night? I don't think you were there. No, I Hubert wasn't. Hubert was there. I, yeah, he was. Do you, but do you remember what happened? I remember something happened. He sent me a message. Yeah. <laughs> so the site crashed. Yeah, that was it. The site crashed because um, we were trying to get it moved from one server to something else. I remember. I remember. Yeah, so we moved it from... 
name cheap to something else. Name cheap to AWS. So yeah. we were n moving everything, domain and databases and everything. And it was supposed to happen way earlier yeah. in the day. And it was working like in the morning because we were there yeah. in the morning. It was working. I said, Hubert, it's ready. She can just go and access the website and log in. Yeah. And then it crashed because like they. And it was like an hour before I was going on the stage. I had to go up on the stage and say, okay, so here it is. And you can go to this website and you can go look it up and you can see it. And it was an hour before and I was testing it just to see, oh, right, does it really work? No, it doesn't. And so then Hubert and I are on the phone at Dr. Phillips going, okay, we need this site to be coming up now. Oh, was it Dr. Phillips too? It was at Dr. Phillips. So that amount of people. The Performing Arts Center. Yeah, yeah. huge. So, no pressure. <laughs> no, it was one of the smaller rooms. Though, okay. At 300. That's, that's enough to get, I would be worried. Yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> and so I sat there and I went, Hubert, I'm going to pray. <laughs> and I was praying and I said, we really need this site to come up. And honestly, I don't even know. It's a God thing, in my opinion. But that's when the site did come back up, and I went, thank you. It was, Hubert was texting me from the audience, and he's going, okay, it just went live. And it was like 10 minutes before I was going up on the stage because I was going, okay, what am I going to say if it's not live? You know, hey, here's our site. Don't worry, it'll be up. <laughs> you know, I was <laughs> trying to figure it out. It was a little nerve-wracking. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. So what um, now you're interning with BrainNet, and David and Stephen have both been on the show before. What is it that you're doing with BrainNet that's totally different than what you were doing with uh, with me? Um, yeah, so BrainNet, I, I started with BrainNet a few months after yeah. I left Intern Pursuit, and, um, um, and I was interning with them until, like, November, mm -hmm. when I had to stop because... You had to I'm go back home, right? Yeah, I went back home and then came back for school. Now mm -hmm. that I'm in school, uh, as an international student, can't work, so got to wait for the time frame, yeah. and then you can work again. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. So when so, you were working for yeah. them, what were you doing? So when I was with them, um, it's different than intern pursuit. Oh yeah, yeah. It's completely different. So um, since David was here, I'll not try to explain what the software is because it's yeah. very complex. It is. Yeah. It's for government yeah. work. Yeah. yeah, it's very complex. But um, I'll say, um, I developed in Java there. So yeah, that's front end, right? Back end. Oh, that's back end. That's back end. So I started in the back end. Um, David had some. Uh, old code bases. He wanted to re renew them, and uh, I went through everything he had coded before, um, refreshed them, put in uh, new coding techniques, whatever it is, uh, make sure they, mo they work. Um, a lot of testing then. A lot of testing, and then uh, after that, I moved to the front end, helped Steven, who works in the front end, Yeah. Um, and then started working in the front end, and then we had to pick some new technologies to build a more uh, better front end, more powerful that could fit more more types of clients for them. Um, and that's it. So I work both in the back end and front end. Well, that's good for you. Yeah. 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 That's really a nice. Full range of hey, experience. Did, did David? No. Did Stephen design their logo? I'm not sure. 
I thought I remember him saying that he did. He likes designing in the front end, so. Did, but did, did, does he do graphics? Hmm, I'm thinking maybe I might ask him for a new logo. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm kind of going, hmm. I don't know if he does it or not. But I, I love their logo. It's really pretty. Yeah. Nice natural gray matter with that cool net over it. Yeah. And there's some blue in there, too. Anyway. All right. So moving over here. So it sounds like you've gone through a lot of different industries in your career path. Like, which, um, yeah. What various industries have you explored? Um, so, with intern pursuit, it's I would say we're in HR. Yeah, HR, and um, kind of we were trying to build like a kind of a service, a software mm-hmm. as a service. It still is. Yeah. Membership-based model. I'm just making sure because, like, mm-hmm. it hasn't been a while since we've really talked about it. But Yeah. And then BrainNet is – it can be a service. It, like I said, it's more complex. It, it can be a service, but it can also be tuned to specific yeah, to specific interested industries. Um, besides that, I did some – I did research in college, so – I have some experience with academ- academic experience. I've been mm-hmm. tutoring and researching in computer science for a while, like two years before coming to the U.S. Right. And I've been exploring now big companies because that's what I'm aiming for. So I've been exploring Apple, Google, these kinds of companies, understanding how they work and how they hire people to make sure I can get there. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can, do they um, now? They hire just like Google. They hire people all over the world, yes. and it doesn't really matter where you live. You can yes. work for them. Well, yeah, yeah. In the application, they usually don't ask you where you live or. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I think it doesn't matter. I don't know. Whenever I talk to anybody with Google, um, they're usually in um, one of the Latin countries. They're always down there because I guess it's a time different. Because I call in the evenings. But sometimes I get people that are in uh, Ireland. Ireland? Ireland. I think that that's interesting, too. Mm. Yeah. So they just want as wide a range of people as possible. Well, I've never had anybody in India. Yeah, I had some... uh, I had to call Uber, like, a few weeks ago. And I got a call from... I think it was England. Hmm. Or Ireland. I don't know. It came with the... The UK? UK, yeah. UK number. So big goals. He has big goals. He wants a big, big company like that. that takes a, a while. Company, yeah. yeah. What we've learned is it takes a while to get in those doors, right? Yeah. Yeah. So what is it that you think that they look for? Because if there's other students like yourself and they're trying to get mm-hmm. their foot in the door, what what do you think that they're looking for? Yes. So Is it a certain yeah. GPA or no, I, I have I have applied for and. You you were there when I applied yeah, for I Google, that. and I did some interviews. Um, I was one step before the Google's interview in California before they. Um, and it's and like yeah. layers of interviews. It's right? layers, yeah. It's layers. You so had three, right? In my case, I did what they call the Google Full Bar Challenge, which some people think doesn't exist, but it does. It's just a random thing that appears in your Google when you're searching for something computer-related that says, we have a challenge for you, want to do it, and then it's like a couple uh, set of questions you can go back, and then when you start it, you have a time to finish. And then after I answer like four questions, um, uh, someone from HR at Google called me 
um, and they just had like a, a job position. So like, we have this job position. Would you like That's trying so this? Random. Yeah. So so um, they'll do it with with like surprise you with it while you're searching something online. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then um had that's kind of creepy yeah. to me <laughs> had some had some kind of yeah so it opens like a terminal so a black window and then it's like a game um in my case i think it's for everyone it's just the problems that might change um it it's like you were in a spaceship so right now you need to go to you need to bypass security system and then the security system is made by this and that so how would you decrypt that and then you have to code it yourself huh I like that type of an assessment, though. Yeah. yeah. And then it goes by levels. So each level has a number of problems. You start with one, and level two has two, then three has three problems, and then you work Okay, like they that. have nothing better to do than, than to create really cool, and I don't mean that bad either, <laughs> to create super cool games that determine if you get to come in here and work mm-hmm. with their company. And that, yeah, and that gets where, uh, and that, that's basically where I was going to. They want to see if you, you ask me what I would say to people that want to apply for these companies and what they want. I say they want you to know that you really know what, what you're doing, what you're doing, and what they need. Because it, um, and I learned it by myself. Because yeah. I interviewed with Google and Apple, and both of them said I needed more experience, things that show them I can do what I say I can do in my resume. So um, they're looking for someone that just doesn't put very experience with experience with Java in the resume. They want to see where is the Java project then. So So you need to have your own uh, website or portfolio. Website, whatever it is. because um, they just resume, of course you need a good resume. You, you need to study, you need to have good skills, um, develop mm-hmm. the skills, experience counts. But when you don't have experience like an intern or someone just fresh out of school, you need a portfolio, you need to build it. So um there's this position for Google and it's Java, Python I need to show them. So you put Python in your resume, if, and if they call you, do you really know this? Yes, here's my portfolio, and it shows, oh, I can do websites in Python. I can do data structures in Python, algorithms in Python. And then they're like, okay, this guy really can do it. He's just not saying he can do it. It's in his GitHub, um, for example. Can you share GitHub so that yeah, they can? Yeah, it's open. How do you do a portfolio in IT? Like, what do you show? Because I know for me, I'm in film, so it's sure. obviously just a lot of, like, videos. Yeah, like, yeah. What do you show? It, de- it depends on what you do. So um, let's say you are a web developer. And then Isabella is very experienced with web development because she, oh, she, yeah, ju- she knows, launching a website she knows <laughs> the structure. <laughs> she knows how it works. So um, let's say you, you want to do a full stack, which is front-end, back-end, and database. So you need to make sure you have something that has a front end, something that has a back end, something ha- that has a database. So that means you know how to do these things. And then inside a back end, there's like validation, um, there's uh, logging, and there's database connection. Those are like things you can do in the back end. So the more you can do, you should always put it in your portfolio. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you it. I think that if you can get a job with one of those companies, I, I, one of the things I think that you should probably do is there's a lot of courses that people can take online mm-hmm. um, through like Udemy or Coursera yeah. or just you know Google. Google, you yeah. told me too. Google has a free academy, right? Yeah. So Google, they have courses at, at Udacity, yeah. which is paid, but Google has um, 
it's a Google Developers website where you have tutorials for uh, Android, which is Google, and web development. Um, and they have a good uh, basic and experienced um, coding course, which prepares you for coding interviews or challenges or programming challenges, whatever it is you're into, that like it goes through every computer science concept and things that are important, at least they consider important. Yeah, I think oh. that that was really interesting. I remember when um, Lucas had shared that with me is that he showed me, oh, yeah, and they had their own academy, and you can learn this and this and this. I went, that's amazing. So I think that there's this place of certainly having your own projects. That's really good. Eric got a, a job. He moved up to New York. Mm -hmm. um, and, and did you ever meet Eric? No. Yeah. Um, so anyway, he moved up there to New York, and he's graduated, and and I know Raul got a job. I think he's in Tampa. I'm not really sure, 100% uh, sure where he is, but we'll find out. Anyway, it's really interesting how people have moved into the professions that they were really wanting to. I know Eric got to, Raul did, um, and it really makes a difference. I'm confident you're going to make it over <laughs> there. I hope so. But, you know, it's a giant company, yeah. and I don't mean a but there. I mean, it's a giant company. So whatever it is that they're saying that a candidate needs to do, if that's your goal, yeah. your dream, do what they say because mm -hmm. you'll, you'll, that's how you get there faster. Yeah. Yeah, and especially if you know their products. So I think that's good. Yeah. Um, all right. What was the most valuable thing that you got out of each one of your internships? So, okay, so we talk about two internships. One is Intern Pursuit. The yeah. other is Brain Net. Okay. Uh, start with Intern Pursuit. Um, I think with Isabella, we work in a team. So I guess what I developed the most, what was the most valuable thing is team working. Yeah. So um, I think team working was good. Um, and if if you never, if you're just fresh out of school and you're thinking or you're studying and thinking, should I do an internship? I say yes, because that's one thing. Of course, you'll have group projects, but working in a team, it's different. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Because you really have to talk with each other. Yeah. And and group work, even though it's it's supposed to develop teams, people still work in their own yeah, little yeah, silos. Yeah, yeah. And then with the intern, you're all working for a goal, and yeah, I think that's good. And with Brainnet, um, I think the most valuable thing is David is very experienced, so oh my gosh, I can learn a they're lot from so him in a technical side. So yeah. uh, I think that was most the most valuable thing here. Oh yeah, yeah he was blowing my mind when he was here telling us about how old coding worked with the cards and everything. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, that was just yeah. I had no idea. And that wasn't that long ago. It no. really yeah. is not that long ago. No, it's not. <laughs> no. People think it is, but I'm going, it's like, what, 15, maybe 15, 20 years ago? Yeah, I don't know, like 20, more and more than 20 years. Yeah, they didn't switch the moment computers became more available. <coughs> Whenever that is, I don't know exactly. More than 20 years. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, but it, that's not that old <laughs> no. when you think about it. Um, what piece of advice? Well, I think you already answered that one about, you know, make sure you have a portfolio, you know, do a website, learn as much as you possibly yeah. can. Yeah, and do an internship. Yeah, an internship. And do an internship. Do an yeah. internship. That's important. As many as you possibly can. Um, and and if you're going to do different ones, I would say make sure it's in, like, a different industry or it's in yeah. a different interest of yours. Don't keep doing the same thing mm -hmm. because you want to figure out one of the – I think the biggest mistakes I had is 
um, not doing internships and ending up in a job where I'm going, okay, I think this is what I want to do. And I stay there for two years and I go, I don't like what I'm doing. And yeah. why, yeah. why do that? You know, you can try out industries, you can try out different types of work and really figure out, is this what I want to do? So, uh, great leaders. Who are mm -hmm. the people that have influenced your life, your thinking? They can be deceased. They can be still alive. It can be people you personally know, famous you don't people, know. Famous people, not famous people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, I read a lot, so. Yeah, he okay. is. He's a bookworm. Um, I, uh, I like to see what other people think, how they think, um, mm -hmm. and how they did things like um, how did Steve Jobs came up with Apple? What did he do? Was he studying? Did he quit his job? Or what it, was it planned? How? So right. um, there's a lot of things that influenced me. Um, but I think I cannot name someone that is not my father. Because I think he's the one that's always pushing me to get better. Um, you should get more organized. You should... Um, you should prepare yourself better next time. And then he's always teaching me things. And then from the time, I think when I was in Brazil, I was one person. And then when I had to move here in the U.S. and um, kind of become the father in here, taking care of things that my father was doing in Brazil, I had to do it here in the U.S. Like that. Yeah, he's got a little sister. Um, oh. So, yeah, I'm here with my family, all of them. So there's a lot to do. And he's always pushing me to get better and to try new things and, um, and to look for pursue my dreams. Yeah, know. one of the things, he you sp he speaks English, um, the strongest he and his sister do. Uh, so his parents okay. are having to learn Yeah, they're getting English. better. They're getting better. I yeah. bet they are. It's been yeah. a while, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, in the beginning, when we moved here, it was only me. Uh, speaking English, and we had a lot to do. Like, I study, my sister goes to school, my mom studies, so I had to enroll all of them in school and take them to get driver's license, whatever it is. Oh, so, man. when he said he had to be the dad, that's why <laughs> at that he, time. He really For a while, yeah. 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 yeah, he was assuming that kind of role just because he had the strongest skills at the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, your dad, I would definitely say that. Now, his dad is an entrepreneur. Did, is your dad, um, what's his background in, like his industry background? Yeah, so my dad is an entrepreneur in Brazil. Mm -hmm. He owns he owns some HR companies and training companies. Um, right now, he's here. So I would say it's an, it's an active retirement. He's uh. here. He works from the cell phone and the computer, but just managing other people. But um, his background... He actually went to college and everything after he had the companies. Mm. So he first started the companies. He, he went to school there in Brazil? Everything in Brazil. He's just okay. here. But he started the companies before he went to school, you're saying? For college, yes. Huh. Yes, for college, yes. So he got out of industry, so he was working in industry, and, and he was like, I want to be yeah. my own boss. So got out of his job, started the company, and then after the company was fairly good big um he's, he went to school to improve himself i don't know and mm -hmm. make sure he had a college degree and everything yeah that's cool his that's mom cool. is a chef 
also. Yes. Oh, yeah. Jeez. You mentioned yeah. that earlier. Jeez. Yeah. And um, we, we would often talk about, uh, okay, what's your favorite dessert? <laughs> you know, we would talk about these different things. And I got to meet his parents before they had come in, really delightful people, too. Oh, I do nice. not speak Portuguese. I don't even know how to say I speak only a little Portuguese. Like, I can't <laughs> even say that. Anyway, really nice. Okay, so our wild card conversation. The best things about Brazil <laughs> that you can't <laughs> find here in the U.S. Yeah. So what do you think the best things are in Brazil that you, we don't have here? So best things in Brazil that we can find here? I'll start with food. Yeah. Is there? Uh, do we have yeah. any type of place to buy Brazilian? I know they sell there Spanish is. foods in there the grocery is. store, but where could we buy anything here? There is one place in International Drive. Yeah. It's a super supermarket and market. And you can find Brazilian things there. And then you will s most of the things Brazilian complain and say that it's very different, you will say, oh, that's the same. So, like, they complain about rice. And then you say, we have a lot of rice yeah. in the market, like different kinds of rice. Why? I don't know. It's different. It the tastes rice different. is different? It tastes different. Is it short or long rice? It looks the same. It, you will say it's the same. But for us Brazilians... Our rice tastes di different. It tastes different. So is it the seasoning and the beans the also? And oh. the beans also. Oh yeah. Do you eat black beans? Is it the same as like Cuban black beans or rice? Mm, no, we do eat black beans, but um, the beans that we eat most are not the black beans. Oh. Yeah, it's a brownish. Like pinto a pimento. Beans? Like pinto. pinto. Like pinto. it pinto. looks like, but it's not. It looks exactly. It's same with the rice. You will say that's pinto bean. It's not. <laughs> All right. All, All right. right. So <laughs> I've never been to Brazil. I'd like to go. And uh, what do you think would be three foods? Since we're talking about foods, and mm -hmm. I'm really hungry, um, what three foods should I try in Brazil? Um, that's hard because there's too many. But I'll try to no. name three. Well, you know what <laughs> I like. So. Um, one of my favorite. Now I know this is really Mexican, though. Tamales. What is that? It's <laughs> uh, it's, uh, <laughs> it's the corn masa, and you put it in a corn husk. You spread it on there, and you have mm -hmm. meat filling in. Then you roll it oh. up, and you uh, twist the ends, and you um, you either boil it or you uh, steam it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's nice. a tamale. Okay. I don't know if you have anything like that. No. At okay, Epcot, I, so. I think I went to the Brazil Pavilion. I believe it was the Brazil Pavilion. They had like a cheese bread. Cheese bread, that's famous. Yeah. Oh, yum. Yeah, it was like... Cheese bread, yeah. It was almost like it was like a pastry. Is the cheese but just in the bread? It, yeah, it's cheese like in it's the, made with, the bread. It's made with, um, I think it's yuca, yuca flour and cheese. And you know arepas? Yeah. Is it like that? No, it, no I'm not saying it is, but... It's cheese in that kind of a thing. No, it's it's like completely cheesy itself. It's not filling. Yeah. Okay. I'm yeah. Gonna go that's what it's you like have. cheesy so on the outside and on the inside, but it is filled with cheese. Yeah, and it's <coughs> crunchy on the outside and, yeah. <laughs> and soft inside. Yeah. So cheese bread. That's good. My mom loves that. I guess that's her favorite yeah. in, in Brazil. Okay, next time. If I if I see you in the office whenever you are starting back in, mm -hmm. bring cheese bread and let me taste it. Oh, I'll have to make it. I, I exactly think you can buy it at Whole Foods. 
I think so. They, Wait, yeah, they sell it at Whole Foods. They sell Brazilian cheese bread. Brazilian cheese bread? Brazilian cheese bread in Whole Foods. Yeah, they sell it. Is it in the frozen food section? No, it's fresh. In the bakery. Mm, okay. I'm I guess there's some it. Brazilian working there. Maybe. Okay. So you have to really look to try and find something. Okay. What else? Dessert. dessert. What would be the best dessert? Because I know you and I have talked about this. I've said I like flan. And you had <laughs> some strawberry thing um, I guess most that your mom made. Most famous Brazilian dessert is brigadeiro. I, I don't know, know if you heard is. about that. Brigadeiro. It's like fudge. I don't know. It's fudge. Oh. Like it's like a chocolate ball made of sweetened condensed milk and chocolate. Ooh, I would like that. Mm. You have condensed milk in anything. I'm sold. Uh-huh. Yeah, and we use a lot of condensed milk in Brazil. So that's one. That's the most famous, I think. So usually in, in like it's like a party food. Yeah. Um, s- and like then holidays. when it's a party food, it's usually a tiny ball yeah. with chocolate sprinkles like on, a on the outside. Yeah, like a triple. Or there's like a cup, brigadeiros where you put in a cup with a small spoon and you can eat it like that. Then it's, m- it's more like creamy than the Kinda balls. Like yeah. Mm. You can use it as cake fillings also. So there's br- brigadeiros. I'm really cakes, hungry yeah. now. I'm really hungry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and best meat item to eat. What would be the best meat? Barbecue. Okay. Is Brazilian barbecue? Brazilian barbecue. Is it, how's it different from here? It's completely different. I, okay. Like the method, the like everything, everything, everything. Everything. Spices? Yeah. What's in it? Um, so, Brazilian barbecue, what they usually do, uh, a lot of meat cuts, you can do, you can find a lot of meat cuts, but if you, let's say you, you went to a Brazilian steakhouse, for mm-hmm. example, um, that's where they they have the big so that's skewer the thing. of the skewer. meat. Skewer. Right? So we use skewers at home. It's it's harder to have skewers and handle the meat with that. Mm-hmm. But if you go to a Brazilian steakhouse, we use skewers. So um, you'll see that everything comes in a skewer. So they cut it in in front they of you. They cut it right off. Yeah, and, and it's thin slices, so you can keep eating. Um, usually, it's only salt. So just. It's cooked, right? Salt. Yeah, it's cooked. And just not simplest- Japanese. Just simplistic. Yeah. Yeah, it's simplistic. Um, and it's very good. Okay. Well, then, that those are the things that I definitely want to be able to try out. Is there, a Bra- is there a really good Brazilian steakhouse, you think, around here? Uh, I've heard there's one on yeah, iDrive. But there's one on iDrive. That's a very famous steakhouse in Brazil, Fogo de Chão. Um, and I think they were bought by some American funding, oh, whatever it is. Oh, that's sad. It'll change. Um, I I've been there once, and Americans seems to like it. Although I think the ones in Brazil are better. Of course, yeah. Well, um, yeah. It, you can have a you can understand how Brazilian barbecue is though if you go there. Oh well, oh, I'm gonna have to. Go and it's try. all you can eat. Mm. Mm. Do you, do you eat potatoes or do you eat yuca? Both. Right. Yuca is very famous in Brazil. Yeah. I yeah, like it, it is al- in a lot of uh, yeah. South American, Caribbean countries. Yeah, I like fried yuca. It's good. It, uh, yeah, oh Cuba yeah. has fried yuca That's too. super yummy. Super, super yummy. Well, oh my goodness, Matt, it's a quarter till. Yep. Okay, so we're going to have to be rushing over here, and I now I'm really, really hungry, <laughs> so I'm going to go find something like this. Uh, <laughs> we need our sponsor. Our, last our patron. Uh, our patron, yes, thank you. Our second patron of the night, Simplicity Solutions Group. Simplicity Solutions Group specializes in web design, development, hybrid mobile and custom web apps built on proprietary application framework. 
They help businesses thrive in the digital age from web design to records management software. Their website is simplicitysolutionsgroup.com. Thank you, Simplicity Solutions Group, for being a patron of the Intern Whisper Live. So thank you, Valencia College, for letting us be in this great studio. I love being at this school in this studio. Thank you, Q, who makes everything so easy for us. We had no problems today. He yeah, it was, a good, it was a good show. <laughs> it's a good show. Nice yeah. technical. No technical problems. Ups. Yay. So we're going to be signing off here. Matt, who's your shout-outs to? Um, my friend Kendall is coming back from Montana today. Oh, yay. I'm watching her cats. Oh, yeah, that's right. You were talking about those cats yeah. earlier. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's good, and the cats will be happy to see Kendall. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to guess your family. Yeah, Mom and Dad. Yeah, okay, thanks, Mom and Dad. All right, <laughs> over here, Lucas, who are your shout-outs to? Um, I guess my family at home, so my parents and my sister, and my girlfriend from Brazil, so she's in Brazil. Probably What's her name? Marcella. Marcella. She's so. probably watching mm-hmm. us. Yeah, and I guess. Well, you got three likes, so somebody's watching. Yeah, you. And I guess I, I want to send a shout out to everyone we mentioned here that work with us. So, David, Hubert, um, all of them. Yeah, and Joe, Joe, Victor, course, Juan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there was like uh, it was a crew, and it was a fun crew. We really had a good time. All right, so my shout out goes to uh, John. I want to make sure, John Fairful, that you feel better. Um, also to Joe, Mina, and Dennis, who are working on the whole front-end stuff. So thank you guys for that. And then a shout-out to Sophie and to Aaron. They are on a two-month leave of absence. Uh, do well, and we look forward to seeing you guys back here in Jan- oh, no, April. And then happy birthday to Tyler Edlin. Yep. Okay. Everyone else, I love you all. Thank you. So... You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, mixlr.com forward slash Valencia College, and also on Facebook. Uh, so thank you for following our show, and we want to say uh, we look forward to seeing you next week. All right. Thank you, Mary.